I'm here today to make sure that the House Committee's illegitimate investigations of my family do not proceed on distortions, manipulated evidence, and lies. And I'm here today to acknowledge that I've made mistakes in my life and wasted opportunities and privileges I was afforded. For that, I'm responsible. For that, I'm accountable. And for that, I'm making amends. But I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother, and a husband from a loving and supportive family. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business career. I'm proud of my time serving on a dozen different boards of directors. And I'm proud of my efforts to forge global business relationships. For six years, MAGA Republicans, including members of the House committees who are in a closed-door session right now, have impugned my character, invaded my privacy, attacked my wife, my children, my family, and my friends. They have ridiculed my struggle with addiction, they have belittled my recovery, and they have tried to dehumanize me, all to embarrass and damage my father, who has do devoted his entire public life to service. For six years, I have been the target of the unrelenting Trump attack machine shouting, where's Hunter? Well, here's my answer. I am here. Let me state as clearly as I can, my father was not financially involved in my business, not as a practicing lawyer, not as a board member of Burisma, not in my partnership with a Chinese private businessman, not in my investments at home nor abroad, and certainly not as an artist. During my battle with addiction, my parents were there for me. They literally saved my life. They helped me in ways that I will never be able to repay. And of course, they would never expect me to. And in the depths of my addiction, I was extremely irresponsible with my finances. But to suggest that is grounds for an impeachment inquiry is beyond the absurd. It's shameless. There is no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. James Comer, Jim Jordan, Jason Smith, and their colleagues have distorted the facts by cherry-picking lines from a bank statement, manipulating texts I sent, editing the testimony of my friends and former business partners, and misstating personal information that was stolen from me. There is no fairness or decency in what these Republicans are doing. They have lied over and over about every aspect of my personal and professional life. So much so 
that their lies have become the false facts believed by too many people. No matter how many times it is debunked, they continue to insist that my father's support of Ukraine against Russia is the result of a non-existent bribe. They displayed naked photos of me during an oversight hearing. And they have taken the light of my dad's love, the light of my dad's love for me, and presented it as darkness. They have no shame. These same committee chairmen have engaged in unprecedented political interference in what would have already been a five-year investigation of me. Yet, here I am, Mr. Chairman, taking up your offer when you said we can bring these people in for depositions or committee hearings, whichever they choose. Well, I've chosen. I am here to testify at a public hearing today to answer any of the committee's legitimate questions. Republicans do not want an open process where Americans can see their tactics, expose their baseless inquiry, or hear what I have to say. What are they afraid of? I'm here. I'm ready. Hunter, are you willing to go across the street? Why don't you? This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot. All these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It is Wednesday, the 13th of November in the year of our Lord, 2023. Um, history being made already. I have to, Abby Lowell, Hunter, by the way, if you're actually paying for your legal advice for Abby Lowell, from Abby Lowell, if that was advice that you should do, if the White House signed off on that, uh, you should sue him for malpractice. If you notice with that big, uh, you know, that big sob song from the, and by the way, you're not a husband's son, you're a pervert scumbag and traitor that sold your country out for money. That's what you are. And the laptop from hell gives you all the evidence you want, you in living color. You're a pervert, you're a scumbag, you're a traitor, okay? And you're sitting up there whining, and this is more Biden whining, whining, whining. Be a man. You're supposed to be past the drug addiction, then stand up and be a man. You're here, ladies and gentlemen, at the MAGA right, what they call it, attack machine, Trump attack machine, headquarters here at Capitol Hill. I mean, I don't even know what to make of this. It's so good. Did the White House, is somebody in the White House, so you wonder why his Biden's approvals numbers are, what, 37% among independents or 35%, 34%, which is really proxies, I keep telling you, for the American people because both parties are so divided and partisan. 
he does all this. He does the big windup. He does the big windup. I'm here. I'm here to answer questions. And then he walks away from the microphone. He doesn't take a question. You can't make this up, bro. If you're going to shine on the subpoena, then you come up there and you say, hey, I want the public hearing. You stand up at the microphone and you throw down hard. These are lies. These are misrepresentations. You've made all this up. You've shown a dark side when it's all the light of my father shining through me. I'm a being of light. That's what I am. I'm a Hunter Biden being of light. If you have your, if you're being, if you're a being of light and you're saying, hey, I'm here to answer all appropriate questions, I'm here to answer all appropriate questions, then stand at the mic and answer the questions. Can I just play the clip at the end? I get it. Dude, Abby Lowell, you are now convinced me you're an overpaid moron. If this is what your recommendation to your client was, is come up and make a big, you know, make a really powerful statement and let the American people see the goodness, the being of light that would be shining through from uh, from Joe Biden to uh, to uh, through Hunter. My I'm going to play this end right here in a second. Who did a bigger face plant? <laughs> Biden is the cooler. Who did a, who did a bigger face plant this week? Zelensky. Our hunter, our, our hunter. That is what you just did right there is not sellable. But you teed it up. You came out, so we can go all into it. I, we didn't even intend to start the show. We had a whole different show start. Then I saw that. I go, oh my god! They thought this was good. Who in the White House signed off on this? Who 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 in the White House signed off on this? Who in the White House thought this was a good idea? Who in the White House thought this wasn't going to drive the story even larger? Insane. Let me play there. So he goes through this big thing. I'm here. I'm not going to get behind closed doors. I'm here to answer every question. And then he, like he's done all of his life. What does Hunter Biden do? Because Hunter Biden's not a man. He's a little boy. And most people tell you, some of the, the, the people that work in the drug things, that when people start doing a lot of drugs, normally their maturity level stops at that moment when they start doing a lot of drugs. That's why so many people that have uh, drug problems. Um, seem incredibly immature and not able to kind of really think through how one um, comports oneself as an adult in this veil of tears. I think he's a perfect example because it's still the whiny, you know, uh, oh, beho- oh, oh, woe is me. Do, you know, I'm a loving brother. You're a loving brother. You're a loving brother. Let me think this through. You're a loving brother. Um, gosh. Uh, the grieving widow is like your co-star. Your grieving the grieving widow is a co-star in the uh, in the laptop from hell. She's the co-star, much to the much to the angst of your then uh, of your wife, your then wife. I guess before the stripper and before whoever you're married to now, right? That, that she's the co-star, and you can see it up on the laptop from hell. You can go to Garrett Ziegler's. We're trying to get Garrett. We're trying to get Rudy. We're trying to redo the show today a little bit. So that we can get some immediate response, hot takes, something like that. You got to have a hot take. No, bro, you sold a Chinese businessman. Okay, CEF was a Chinese Communist Party. It's the capital markets allocator, quote unquote, the energy company. It's a capital markets desk. It's basically a capital markets allocator of One Belt One Road. The uh, primary uh, mechanism that the CCP was using in unrestricted warfare to consolidate the Eurasian landmass 
and the U.S. head, the chairman who nobody who's been disappeared. And of course, Patrick Ho, I think his deputy, who's already been designated as one of the top spies in China, they're not Chinese businessmen. This is the idiot, Abby Lowe, you can't go out there. We're just going to, we're just going to crush and rip your face off with this. They're not Chinese businessmen. One's already been known as a spy. The other guy was a spy. And that's not coming from us. Hunter Biden tells the New York Times that. Or tell, tells, tells somebody, say, hey, the New York Times is all over me uh, because I'm on, um, you know, I've got the number one spy in China, Patrick Ho. They're not Chinese businessmen. They're Chinese intelligence assets or intelligence officers, which he's taking money from. Hello. That's not forging global. Hunter Biden, a, a drug addict pervert, scumbag, is just the person you're going to have forge global business alliances. You see the even the 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 bizarre the bizarro nature of his thinking? No, that was all to get money to your dad for political favors and and influence peddling. That's all it was. You're not you're not forging global business. I can't even do this a straight face cuz it's such a clown show. Biden, this shows me, you know, there's no convening authority in the Democratic Party to really take out Biden. This is what everybody's talking about behind the scenes, uh, you know, to get him off the ticket because they got the Kamala Harris problem. You got Whitmer and, and Newsom over there salivating on this. Somebody's got to make a move. The numbers are only getting worse, particularly after his performance this week. And they roll this out there. And, and what they're thinking, the Democrats are thinking, hey, man, if this is what they're doing to take care of this problem, because you're going to have another historic vote today. They're going to vote the impeachment inquiry, I think, today, later, right? And that, and they know, and the talk is, if they got enough votes for the impeachment inquiry, of course they're not going to start an inquiry that they know they don't have the goods, so they're going to impeach Biden. Biden's going to be not going to be removed, but the p- process in the House will lead to an impeachment vote. This is logical. And this is why they want to get Hunter in front of the committee today. Kind of get things rolling off to a off to a bang. The reason he doesn't want to go, he doesn't want to get deposed under under oath. He's going to use every excuse in the world. But bro, can we play the quick? Hit? We're about to leave. Can I go ahead and play? But let's play the end, and then I'll I'll talk about it when I get back. This is Hunter Biden going there to answer every question. Let's see. Let's see the end of it. I'm here. I'm ready. Hunter, are you willing to go across the street? Why don't you? The fourth estate, the fourth estate, we're all on their side. Yo, dude, why don't you answer a few questions? Are you going to go across the street? The stupid hour. The Biden regime unmasked for the perversion, the corruption, the treason, the bribery. Short commercial break. Back in a moment. I know this is hard to believe, but we're up against another government shutdown later this month. And our wise leaders deal with it how they always do, with more spending. While lawmakers are high-fiving, your savings account continues to lose value because more spending weakens the dollar. Now end the cycle. Diversify into gold with the help of Birch Gold Group. And listen, when you open a gold IRA for every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Let me repeat that. For every $10,000 you spend by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Just text Bannon to 989898 to claim eligibility before Black Friday. Birch Gold can help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into a gold IRA for no money out of pocket. 
and you still get the free gold bar. Don't let your savings become a victim of the further devaluation of the dollar. Remember, the BRICS countries are focused 100% on de-dollarization. Text Bannon to 989898. Receive a free gold information kit and claim your eligibility before Black Friday to receive free gold bars on your qualified purchase. Do it today. Action, action, action. I'm here today to make sure that the House Committee's illegitimate investigations of my family do not proceed on distortions, manipulated evidence, and lies. And I'm here today to acknowledge that I've made mistakes in my life and wasted opportunities and privileges I was afforded. For that, I am responsible. For that, I'm accountable. And for that, I'm making amends. But I'm also here today to correct how the MAGA right has portrayed me for their political purposes. I am first and foremost a son, a father, a brother, and a husband from a loving and supportive family. I'm proud to have earned degrees from Georgetown University and Yale Law School. I'm proud of my legal career and business. I hate, I hate what I call the man-child. This guy's been pampered. You know, he skipped one thing there. Hunter, you skipped, Abby Lowell, please, you skipped a naval officer. <laughs> naval officer for 30 days. Father gun-decked the entire system when he's VP. Got this guy in. He, just like the brother got in, they I don't know, the lawyers, they want to have, they want to be a safe, served in Iraq, right? Uh, he goes down, and of course, people will tell you in the fleet, the thing, particularly for junior officers, senior, uh, for non-commissioned officers and junior officers on board, it's the drug problem, right? You got to be on top of the drug problem with the junior enlisted people. It's imperative. That's the thing that can take a ship in a very bad direction. And most of the junior officers are birthing compartment officers. I was the engineering birthing compartment officer as an ensign in a uh, JG. I might have gotten out of it by the time I was a JG, but it's a thing ensigns and JGs do with the chief master at arm and the chiefs in the various departments, whether it's engineering or the bosun mates, uh, gunnery, uh, et cetera, the different divisions. Hunter Biden goes down and they catch him uh, selling drugs or t- distributing drugs to enlisted people in his first like weekend there, first, second weekend there. And they like do a check, a random check on him. He's got drugs all over him. Coming on to, I think it was Norfolk Naval Station, NOB. I think it was the operating base down in Norfolk. That's a, that's a quality guy you got. And his father, of course, got him out of it. They were going to court-martial him. He was, I think he was in for 30 days. You miss Abby Lowell. You miss Naval Officer I'm, as a father and all you got to do is look at the – we got the laptop, dude. Just go check it out. You got a beef on the laptop. Talk to the guy you left it behind. I think he's pretty, I think he's pretty covered by, uh, by Delaware law about it was abandoned property. But that's for you guys to work out. But it's all there right there in living color. We haven't even scratched the surface on what's in there to, to the public. Folks, you would vomit in your mouth if you saw – he was – when you're looking at him, you realize he was raised – by a pack of feral dogs. Let me repeat that. He's raised by a pack of feral dogs. 
So if you're going to sit there and and pitch, because they're saying, oh, if you go to the recovery thing and you pitch this, and, and, and Joe Biden's his love of his son, he lost one son, he doesn't want to lose another son to jail, all this, all this sob sister act. Hey, it's called the National Football League. You guys are illegitimate. You stole the election. I know you stole the election because Rasmussen just came out of the poll yesterday. 20% of the American voters, 20% of the American voters admitted in the poll that they illegally used mail-in ballots. 20%. That would be 2-0. I think it actually the number is 19 point something. I'm rounding up for this one. Basically 20%. As we've said, and Mike Lindell's going to come in a minute. He's a machine guy. It still makes my, it's still too complicated for me. I'm just a mail-in ballot guy. I have been from the first one. I see how they stole it in Pennsylvania. I see how they stole it in Michigan. 20% for the illegitimate regime. The illegitimate regime. And we got this clown. No, no, no. Let me be blunt. The reason I took, look, they called me up. Rudy and uh, Costello called me up because of my uh, deep experience understanding the Chinese Communist Party. Um. Since I was the lead attack dog, remember in Josh uh, Rogan's book, Chaos Under Heaven, they said, hey, they had the, the hardliners and they had the accommodations, had all these different groups they've always had in every White House, but they had a new group there called the Superhawks. It was Bannon and Navarro and Miller and others that questioned the, the legitimacy of the Chinese Communist Party to even rule over the Chinese people, and their focus is to take down the CCP. So I brought up there, and it took me, I don't know, 15 or 20 minutes these docs were legit. They took money from the Chinese Communist Party. It was a, it was a, it was an influence. It was a way to have uh, elite capture. The CCP does this all the time. This is nothing new. It's just the greasy way that Biden did it. And actually, if you go through it and read the stuff, I actually think he becomes a relatively as messed up as he is, as screwed up as he is, as bad a guy as he is. He's a tragic figure in the classic Greek sense. His father and his the the brains of the operation, by the way, is Joe Biden's brother, James. That's the super bad guy because he's put uh, Hunter Biden. He's not a business guy. He's too dumb to be a business guy. I have degrees from Georgia. Does that make Georgetown feel good? I thought they had a hard enough time. Boris graduating from there and Steve Bannon graduated from there. He got forgot Hunter. I have an advanced degree from Georgetown and Yale Law School. Does that make? Do you think for a second? That, that Hunter Biden got into Yale Law School on the merits of Hunter Biden. You see how the elite work? Do you think he could have gotten in Georgetown or much less gotten out? Or just being uh, uh, Joe Smith? Could he gotten to Yale Law School? This is a joke. It's a sick joke, but it's come back to haunt him. Because in his irresponsibility and his depravity, he sold out the country for money. First off, in Ukraine, and reading those guys and John Solomon, they've done, they've done that chapter and verse, and they've got it. And, and that, that rolls all the way through the impeachment. I mean, it's so dark. This is why he says, Zelensky, why do you think Zelensky's sitting in the office? Do you think Zelensky's sitting in the office? Dude, yesterday, with a war that's lost, and everybody knows it's lost, every paper in Europe's even saying it's lost, the military leaders of Ukraine are saying lost, he's over with the tin cup, and he gets a meeting with the president of state in front of the crackling fire. I'm feeling all Christmassy. I feel like uh, maybe I maybe I toss a dime, maybe I toss a, a a twenty-five cent piece in this tin cup. They allowed him to come over here and forced him to go see the military and get him up on Capitol Hill and still trying to trying to shame the Republicans. There's Republicans sitting there going, "It's not about the border. It's about there's no plan." There's they, the Washington Times headline: They don't, don't even like they don't have enough um, interest in you <laughs> that are writing the checks to even 
lay out a plan. Just tell me the plan. Since I guess taking back Crimea and the Donbass didn't work this summer, <laughs> the, the spring offensive that kicked off, I don't know, in June and was done, I don't know, a couple of weeks later. No, you don't have enough response. But how does Zelensky get there? It all That goes back to Ukraine. I'm not even on the Ukraine stuff. You got Solomon and Rudy and guys can give you uh, Ukraine chapter and verse and show you how Trump tried to ha- had the perfect phone call. Hey, look, I'd like to talk about some of the corruption issues over there. You don't think the corruption is just reached Time magazines. I think Simon Schuster, who wrote the uh, the definitive piece on Zelensky, the cover story a couple of weeks ago, they, he's interviewing guys in his government saying the, the corruption's out of control. It's out of control. They're saying it's out of control. I'm just talking about the CCP part, the part I do know, and as a professional do know and do understand. He took and he says, Chinese, a relationship with a Chinese businessman. Uh, a guy was in federal prison for being a spy that they second that they transferred back to China. A, a spy, Patrick Ho, that you said was a spy to the New York Times. Or in that conversation that's recorded about you addressing the New York Times is closing in on you. About you were dealing with the number one spy, Patrick Ho. Oh, by the way, his boss, the chairman who was on the Lincoln Center board and was feted around New York by the Asia Society and all this, the top guy, he's missing. He's been disappeared in a Chinese prison somewhere because they don't want him popping up for this. This is you're 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 guilty of so all the depravity. It's all there to see all the perversion. I used to say on the laptop from hell, you, you go for the porn, but but you stay for the uh, for the for the selling out of the country. Right. You'll, you'll eventually stay around and say, hey, what's what else is going on here? Oh, they're taking money from the CCP. I'm so shocked. Oh, like they didn't know Hunter. They weren't rolling in uh, hookers all the time. Every time he went to China, there's none of that. No way they could blackmail him there. Impossible. No way they got him in drugs. Impossible. Dude, you're you're a walkie. You're you're a hostage to the CCP. You're the one to jeopardize your father. And here's why he's a tragic figure. His father's cool with it. Who, if they were a loving family, who would continue to put this guy on Air Force Two? Who would roll him out and all the pressure these situations have? Who would roll him out to go fetch? Because he's the, he's the client guy. He's drinking what the client's drinking, or he's snorting what the client's snorting. He's out there as the new business guy. The brains of the operation is, uh, is the brother, is James, uh, Joe Biden's brother. James, Joe Biden's just the asset. He's the monetize, because he's dumb as a stick, too. They got him talking to his business partner sometime. He barely, he's dumb as a tick. He was everything you would think a guy last in his law school at Delaware, University of Delaware, dead last, who Rudy and, and Trump know, heckle him all the time about how dumb he is, who spent 40 years in the Senate where you can just ossify. You know, they got to roll those guys over because they, they're growing moss on their north side. So he's in the Senate for 40 years where you never, that's not an intellectually, you know, that's not an in, intellectually cutting-edge group, if you've noticed, with a guy like Mitch McConnell, a big brain in that one, and Schumer. Those are two enormous intellects. That's where Joe Biden's from. So he's the, he's the monetizable asset because it's access. They're buying access and control. This is what you call elite capture. How do they capture them? They capture them either through sex, they capture them through stuff they find out about them online, or they capture them through money. And in this way, they had all three of them. But they had the hard cash, and they were going to make tens of millions of dollars. And Abby Lowell, who in the White House, hey, Joe Biden, he set his dad up today to just be hammered when he's talking to the press. 
And Hunter Biden goes to the big guy talking, hey, I'm here. I am here. I am here to answer all your questions. I'm here. And then like he's done every time else in his life as the little boy man child, he runs away. He runs away. He runs away from the microphone. It doesn't take one question from a media that's there to support this bizarre narrative that it's just a family that's, uh, you know, the loving, the, the loving flow of the family's love is just flowing through. I see it coming through the screen. It's embracing me now. Like that clown at CNN that said Joe Biden. Joe Biden's arms hugging the nation. Remember that first? Remember that? Remember that beauty? Okay. Um, we may get back on track here, but God, I might do this all day. Okay, short break. Back in a moment. EnviroClean has just announced a huge holiday sale. Let me tell you why this is important. They're predicting another triple-demic this year, and the best way to fight a cold or flu is not to get it in the first place. That's why I got EnviroClean's here in the war room in the Breitbart Embassy. The new science in home air purification is EnviroClean's. The reason I love it, it was approved by the Department of Defense for use on Navy combatants. And as you guys know, I used to be on a Navy combatants. Now they have a limited-time holiday sale. You'll save 30%. This is a one-time good deal. So why did I choose EnviroCleanse over all the others? Because EnviroCleanse is proven to capture and destroy cold and flu viruses over other purifiers. EnviroCleanse military-grade technology wipes out bacteria, toxins, and mold that can make you sick. This is why the Navy chose EnviroCleanse to protect the air on board our Navy combatants. Get EnviroCleanse for your home. The viruses will take care. The viruses take down your family will be gone. Right now, you'll save 30% during their holiday sale. Plus, you get fast, free shipping. I'll repeat that. Free shipping. Visit ekpure.com. That's ekpure.com. And use the code STEVE30 for 30% off. ekpure.com. STEVE30 for 30% off. That's ekpure.com. Code STEVE30. ekpure.com. Take action. Use your agency. Make sure you get ahead of this before flu season hits. Do it today. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bath. Yeah, remember, the engine room here reminds me that 50 uh, intelligence officers signed something for the New York, the brave New York Post. Emma Jo Morris, right? Miranda Devine are the ones that had enough guts to put this thing up. We were turned down by a couple, right? Daily Mail being one, Daily Mail. Um, they verified it and put it out, stuck by it, didn't back off. It's totally, everything in in the laptop's legit. You're going to have to answer all those questions. You can't pretend, oh, well, it's my private property. Well, I'm not so sure that works in criminal charges. And I think uh, you're deep into additional criminal charges. We'll get to all of that. Uh, Congressman Josh uh, Burkeen joins us. Uh, Congressman, here's the question. Tell us what um, – we saw the Ukraine situation. Hopefully there's going to be no money there. Uh, and the number, by the way, folks, is 202-225-3121. Our, the, our audience has a question, and they're, and they're, like, livid about this. Why are you guys leaving on Friday and not coming back to January 9th? I, I think that uh, there's a, a resignation uh, to the fact that finishing the 12 appropriation bills, um, there's a lot of belief we can't get there. Um, I'm I'm for finishing them, but Steve, I want the most cuts. 
And that's what I ran under because we are a nation that's headed uh, towards bankruptcy. And it, it's got to be something that's sub- substantial. The ability for this Congress to start taking an entire discretionary budget that has borrowed money, that's where we're at. The entire discretionary budget, $1.7 trillion, and that's the size of our deficit last year. It's 100% borrowed money. And if we're ever going to get serious about uh, solving our financial woes, yes, we've got to do something about the mandatory side. But if you can't walk, you'll never crawl. And and so many of us are just asking this conference, the Republican conference, can we can we start cutting? So uh, in terms of the the mechanism, uh, many of us, it's not the mechanism. It's what what do we actually get get done? And I just want to see the most cuts. What is it about the conference? You're you're part of the Freedom Caucus, and we had uh, Bob Good on last night. He really went through the numbers. Uh, What is it that the rest of the conference doesn't understand about the financial uh, crisis the country's in? I I don't know. I don't know if it's Stockholm Syndrome or or what. It just makes people not see the reality of where we're at. Uh, You have a $6.5 trillion worth of outlays. And our revenue is, you know, four trillion, one four trillion plus. Um, you separate mandatory from discretionary in in the budget. Mandatory means that all we can do is adjust the eligibility criterion, right? In 1970, um, two thirds of your budget was discretionary, where Congress actually got to control the numbers. Now it's been uh, integrated to only one third. So of the of the discretionary budget for all this argument that your audience is well aware of, these 12 appropriation bills that are often talked about, that's only $1.7 trillion. That's the size of our deficit, which is why I said a while ago that's 100% of everything we're arguing over is borrowed money. The mandatory side, which is Medicare, Social Security, Medicaid, uh, veteran benefits, other elements, but that's the bulk of it. Most of that's supported by the payroll tax with supplemental uh, you know, payments from, from the general purse. And, and so what, you know, what's astounding to me is, is that if you really understand it, we're living on 100% borrowed money on what we're appropriating, not just adjusting the eligibility requirements on. How in the world can we justify not starting to not just go after waste, fraud, and abuse, which politicians are famous for talking about? We've got to start amputating. And if it's not in Article One, Section 8, if it's not among the 18 enumerated powers, uh, as, as Madison warned us in the codfish debate in 1792 that we have to be chained down to those specified powers, he warned us. You, you start going down the pathway of, of, of this general welfare, then it, it's open for anything. Well, that's where we're at. And so we've taken away authority from the individuals, from the states. We've taken it to Congress, and we're going towards bankruptcy because we don't understand limited government. And, 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 and to avoid a bankruptcy or to avoid a default, which we're defaulting, I mean, you've had a 17 to 19 percent drop in purchasing power. James Grant at the Grant Interest, Obser- uh, Interest Rate Observer, which is the best one out there, talks about that today. E.J. and Tony's going to join us in a little while to talk about that. Um, you got to do – you can't – like McCarthy's gone. His handshake deal is, is, is a non-event. He's gone. Is is Johnson, is Speaker Johnson, who we support, we love the biblical worldview and a Christian, is he smart enough or tough enough? Because he's been amazingly disappointing the last couple of weeks on the sense of urgency. Does he understand the urgency of the moment? Look, Steve, it's in his core. Um, you, you can't work with ADF and all the, the, the groups he's worked with and know the Constitution. And what I just talked about, Article 1, Section 8, it's in his core. Um, but 
I think many of us um, who respect him, ad- admire him, um, are are wanting him to you know press more into that constitutional element. And you're the average of the five people you hang out with the most. I think you know when you're getting constantly uh, in your ear people that um, you know ascribe to the more Mitch McConnell version, and then you walk out of there. You've got to have enough people around you consistently talking about um, you know the, the 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 power of the moment. And so, look, Mike is a true conservative, and there are many of us that uh, have great hope that uh, he's going to do the right things. And so I'm not going to throw him under the bus because I know it's in him to do the right thing, and and he's got to have more counsel around him uh, moving that way. And look, he's got to have this conference. I mean, he's trying to manage a conference that when we put – you know, when I put measures on the floor, I'm only getting 80 to 125 votes just to go back to fiscal year 19. And why fiscal year 19? Because we've grown the discretionary budget 30% since then, non-defense, discretionary budget. <laughs> we've grown it 30%. And you can't get colleagues out of the Republican conference, more than sometimes 80, sometimes up to 125, to support going back to fiscal year 19. And and he's got to herd those individuals, a lot of the appropriators, a lot of those that have been up here a number of years. And it, it's, a, it's a paradigm shift. It's like putting on a new pair of glasses. And, and, and that's why Mike was put in that position. Speaker Johnson was put in that position. He is that new paradigm. And I'm looking for this conference to start seeing through those new set of glasses. Well, I got to tell you, I think people, when you're back for Christmas, I think people may have a have an opinion about why you guys are being back for and not coming back to the ninth. You come back to the ninth, the 19th, the first CR. This is going to be a total debacle. This is going to be a total debacle. So you, you can either get ahead of it or you get run over it. Nobody's trying to throw Speaker Johnson under the bus. We all love and support Speaker Johnson. He's throwing himself under the bus because you got to, you got to be, you got to act with a sense of urgency and you got to meet the moment. Congressman, how do people, your fight is, uh, is in the Freedom Caucus. We had good on last night. It's very noble. How do yeah. people find out more about it? Where do they go to your site? Where do they go to your social media? Yeah, uh, uh, burkeen.house.gov or uh, Congressman Josh Burkeen on, on um, uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter. Steve, I want to I add this really quickly on Ukraine. You know, one of the things that we're forgetting is Washington 1796 farewell address where he talked about that uh, we can advocate more uh, liberty by, by uh, commerce than we can by force. And I think what's happened is we've forgotten that economic security is our national security. And the strength by peace that was, you know, under the Reagan administration was when we had a $1 trillion gross national debt. We're at $34 trillion, to your point. And so we have got to get our fiscal house in order. To all those that are advocating more spending overseas, the question is, what are you willing to sacrifice? In, in World War II, they understood that. We're at the same debt-to-GDP ratio we had after coming off of World War II, and yet this generation, there's no true willingness to sacrifice. Other people's money is easiest to spend. So it's easy to put our kids on this bar tab and say they'll pay it off. So the question to the Democrats, are you willing to give up your green energy tax credits? Are you willing to you know, get rid of that thing that's actually going to just take away our growth potential by destroying the fossil fuel industry? Are you willing to cut some of that to pay for, pay for all these asks? And what about our border? So those are questions that, that every American in reasoning needs to be asking. You really don't aren't but, supporting but, it. No, if you're okay. not to cut but but it's, not, it's, not, it's, it's not a but it's not a debate. My point is they're going to say no to all that. Of course they're not because they're for climate change and they want more illegal alien invaders here. This is not a debating society. This is power politics. You guys got to sit there and go, we're not going to go home. We're going to defund all this. My, my, my point is, 
you guys are all well-intentioned, but there's a fight coming that's going to be the ugliest fight in the House since before the Civil War. And it's going to be about the two issues of this. We just added a trillion dollars in 90 days. It's going to be about what must be done about this spending of drugs that and and the nine million illegal aliens that are here. It's going to that's going to rip the country apart. We might as well start getting into it right now. That's why you just walking away from it is not going to do it. Anyway, we totally agree with you. You're one of the the good guys. We have your back. We're trying to set down lockdown like a donkey's been pulled on by lead rope saying, you know, uh, we're not willing to go any further. And so the country's got to be with us. The country's got to be, you know, people up here are a reflection of people back home. Do you really want your government to cut? I mean, that's the question the American people have got to start answering or they keep electing people who just tell them what they want to hear and more free candy giveaways. I think think if you go back and talk to your constituents, they're saying there's got to be cuts. Now, once the cuts come, you're going to have a lot of belly aching. But that's what leadership is. It's going to be tough. Anyway, Merry Christmas, Congressman. Uh, love you guys. Uh, make sure everybody in Oklahoma uh, gets a uh, has a Merry Christmas and look forward to seeing you in the new year. Um, we're going to have EJ on for a minute. We got another more bad news on the underlying financial situation here. I got Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell. One thing we know we're doing is uh, is if we're not quite saving the republic financially yet. Although I think we're trying to get down the road here by saying no more spending. The, the congressman's absolutely correct. I think we got this Ukraine thing, unless they're going to pull some uh, magic here, which they're trying to do, and we'll try to thwart that. 202-221-3121. No on the NDAA. No on any money for Ukraine. The answer is no. Mike Lindell, for you, the answer is always yes. Tell, tell me what we got going on at my pillow. Well, we got great things going on. And uh, by the way, everybody, because of the war room posse, I'm able to leave. I'm back in the game. I'm running around the country now to get our elections secure. And uh, our first stop is Texas, and I'm heading to Arizona and California. But uh, you guys made it all possible. Uh, my pillow, we um, they're in uh, really good shape right now. All the employees are busy. The floor is busy. And what we're going to do, I know yesterday, we're going to do this exclusively for the war room posse. We, uh, yesterday was the last day of free shipping to get there by Christmas. We've added, Steve, we've got, we still have the free shipping, but it's not guaranteed by Christmas. But we added another upgrade that you guys can all do where you're guaranteed uh, all your, your whole order by Christmas. And we've, we've still got the flannel sheets that we announced here on the War Room Posse, uh, the War Room. You can get those right now. A huge discount, twenty nine as low as twenty nine ninety eight. And then free shipping on your entire order, and uh, use the promo code War Room. There's eight hundred eight seven three one zero six two. This was we. This these flannel sheets are the best flannel sheets you'll ever sleep on. They make the best Christmas gifts ever. Then we announced the My Pillow towels. Remember, we had the the My Pillow towels twenty nine ninety eight for a for a uh, set of towels, a six pack set. But we had that we launched the kitchen towels here a week ago. All this stuff is still on sale. Go to the website, and you'll see that they have, we have all these products we put. We are keeping on sale. There's that free shipping. Remember, you got to get the upgrade though to get it for the guaranteed Christmas delivery, and uh, get take that upgrade. And that's a discounted upgrade too, by the way, and it's exclusive for the War Room Posse. So there we have the sheets. We have the six-pack towel sets. Uh, you guys get yourself uh, 
Um, the down comforters we announced two days ago, we're going to keep those on sale too, 60% off. They're the best. These products, I use them all myself. They're the best products in history. My employees want to do a special thank you, Steve, yep. because they all got their bonus checks. So many of them were crying. They didn't think they were going to get them this year. A crying tears of joy. It was amazing, no. everybody. Thank you all, War Room Positive. This we want everybody there to have a Merry Christmas. We know you're still humping all the way through next week. 800-873-1062 or MyPillow.com. Promo code WORM. Get the best, all the great discounts, all of it. Mike, thank you so much. We'll see you this afternoon. You keep grinding, brother. Yep, thank you. See, Mike Lindell had a drug problem, too, but he turned his life over to Christ. He's successful in saving this country, not a scumbag pervert like Hunter Biden. Short break. There's a lot to be nervous about out there. Open social media or turn on the news and all you see is crime and societal decay. A lot of people just run out and buy a gun and then it sits in a safe. If there's ever an emergency, they're not going to be prepared and run the risk of hurting themselves or others. There's no way around it. You need to train and you need to train often. Unfortunately, it's time consuming to go to the range, assuming there's even one nearby, and ammo prices are through the roof. iTarget was invented so you could practice anytime in the safety and convenience of your own home. Simply download the iTarget Pro app, load your caliber-specific laser bullet into your firearm, and start training. Practice alone, compete with friends, or use it to safely train friends and family who are new to firearms. Go to iTargetPro.com and get 10% off at checkout when you use offer code Bannon. This is the smartest, safest way to train, which is why competitive shooters trust dry fire training as part of their regimen. Get yours today. That's the letter iTargetPro.com. That's iTargetPro.com. Offer code Bannon. iTargetPro.com. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, go to birchgold.com, uh, promo code Bannon, to get the, the free four-part series, The End of the Dollar Empire. You need to know what the importance of the prime reserve currency is in your, not just your countries, but your own personal life. Also, when you're there, talk to Philip Patrick and the team why the central banks of the BRICS nations in 2022 and now in 2023 Record rates for setting gold. You'll understand all we lay at the macro here, the geopolitics, the financial, the economic, the demographics that is driving the uh, price of gold. But you can get the specific details from Philip Patrick and the team. Go do it today. Once you do that, as I say, what we do here to get jacked up in the morning, Warpath Coffee, warpath.coffee slash war room to get your discounts get a big pot of uh, particularly my favorite the mariners blend dark roast if you've never had a dark roast you think it's too acidic try this tage gill and the team of navy seals that run uh warpath we worked on this coffee i think for 18 months almost two years to take the uh, acidic taste out and make i believe the perfect uh dark roast because i'm a dark roast fan uh but they all get the miles and all that Get a big pot, listen to Philip Patrick and the team, read End of the Dollar Empire, cut the TV off, cut the streaming off, cut your phones off, go sit in a corner and think. What you need to do today is think, cogitate, think this through. EJ and Tony, uh, people should know, and we do a lot of stuff here in the bond market because it drives so much of your financial life out there in the audience. The Grant Interest Rate Observer 
is one of the Bibles. I would call it the New Testament of the uh, of people that are in the bond market that have to buy bonds or issue bonds, but particularly buy bonds and trade bonds. James Grant is a legendary figure. He gave an interview, I think it was on Fox Business the other day. I think it was Tuesday. Business Insider, if we can put up the uh, article. Business Insider did a great summary of his piece, his thinking. And here's what's so amazing. It's essentially what E.J. Antoni over at Heritage and Steve Moore's group talked to us in the war room, I don't know, a month and a half or two months ago. Uh, in summary, is that these uh, these uh, inflation is going to stay here for a while, and one of the reasons is that they've crushed the purchasing power of the dollar up to I don't know nineteen or twenty percent, plus in the refinancing in the short term, which is by the way, ladies, it's a very sophisticated way for Yellen to get cash into the system because they're they're rolling this thirty four now thirty four trillion dollars of debt, a third of it instead of going long in tens and thirties, which they're having a tough time selling, they just keep selling the notes. Uh, and the bills, which they can always sell, but at, at higher interest rates, and therefore is going to be higher interest charges. EJ, James Grant gave you a, essentially a shout-out, did he not, sir? Well, I don't know if I'd go quite that far, but but you're absolutely right that that he has essentially confirmed what what, as you pointed out, we said here on your show about two months ago, which is that so long as the Treasury is continuing with these multi-trillion dollar deficits and putting that kind of demand on the loanable funds market, you can't have interest rates come down. If you do, you're going to be right back on the inflation bandwagon. And so all, all of these people who are anticipating that the Fed is, is somehow going to magically pivot, as they call it, uh, to lower interest rates in the first quarter of 2024, I, I I think they're going to be uh, very, very sadly surprised when the day comes and Powell decides to keep rates where they are. He simply can't bring them down so long as this insane level of borrowing by the Treasury continues. You see, I believe uh, we might diverge here, and I, I'm going to think it through over the holidays, but I, I believe so, – so the institutions – and we're going to have Tucker on in a minute. He's got this great take on, on American institutions now. Uh, controlled by sad and weak people, and that therefore the institutions need a rejuvenation. Uh, I think institutionally, and particularly both Wall Street, but more importantly, the central bank and the way the Fed structure, hate Trump so much and fear the MAGA revolution so much of things like, hey, we got to we got to look at the executive order, the emergency executive order Nixon signed about the gold standard that we a, a big part of us want to end the Fed. Um, that they will do anything. I actually think that they may actually try to cut rates and try to juice it and let the devil catch the hindmost on inflation just to, just to, just to get some juice into the system. But we'll, we'll determine that at the beginning of the year. But the reality is, and you see Grant saying this, which you've told people, that this is why the credit card debt of $1.2 trillion, I don't know, 10 or 20% is non-performing. Kids today, this is by the polling that shows People between 25 and 35 are now coming to Trump because I keep telling you, hey, you're nothing but a Russian surf. If you want to keep voting for those, live like that, vote for those policies. There's a great awakening going on, not, a, on, not the spiritual side, but on the economic reality side, EJ. And that's done. it's an awakening that's driven by your analysis to say, hey, at this level of debt, the refinancing of a third of it every year is going to keep interest rates high and basically break the middle class, sir. 
Right. You know, Steve, we actually just got more data from the Treasury yesterday, which confirmed that the uh, interest costs on the debt are already running at an annualized rate of a trillion dollars a year. We are spending more just to service the debt, not pay it down, but just the interest on the debt than any line item in the budget except for two, the Department of Health and Human Services and the Social Security Administration. So we've already surpassed uh, our military budget in terms of interest on the debt, and it's not going to be that much longer before it becomes the biggest item, period. You've also we also talked about the trailing twelve months is don't look at the the trailing twelve months is two and a half trillion. This week we're going to pass thirty four trillion. It's ninety days. The law of large numbers is starting to metastasize. We're defaulting all the time because you're purchasing the the dollars purchasing power is down twenty percent. Any closing thoughts, EJ? And where do people go and get you? Your stuff's still the best. Up on Twitter, you're great. Uh, where do people go? What are your closing thoughts? Well, the best place to find me is going to be on Twitter. The handle there is at Real EJ Antoni. But Steve, I think you're absolutely right that this is really starting to break things. This incredibly fast pace of interest rate hikes, which was necessitated by all the spending, uh, has caused problems, whether we're looking at the mortgage market, whether you're looking at regional banks, and all of these issues have not been solved yet. These crises are not behind us. They may be papered over for a time, but things are not better. E.J. Antoni, thank you. Honored to have you on here. Great call. When James Grant is getting to what E.J. Antoni told this audience two months ago, and he's telling all the, the Wall Street big shots, that means we're giving you inside baseball and we're giving it to you early. Thank you, brother. Th- this shows up not just in your auto loan, your mortgage, um, the credit card, that 30% APR, particularly people under 35 years old, you're on the hamster wheel. You know, you got to have you got to have the credit card to gap paychecks. And when you get a bonus at the end of the year, it's just to pay down the credit card. That's when you're on the wheel of samsara. They got you. You, you are gotten. You're captured. And it's only going to get worse. If you want to keep being a Russian surf, keep voting for the policies that make you a Russian surf. Short commercial break. Back in 90 seconds. Tucker Carlson is going to join us. For War Room. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that. Because you're a viewer or listener of this show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem 
by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Solti. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out.